How is it going everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge, and I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in to today's show. Today, I'm going to be talking all about how to keep your audience interested on social media because we don't want people following our content and then after a week or two, becoming uninterested. We want these loyal fans that are going to engage with our content every single time we post for however long we post for because it's that engagement that is going to help us with the Instagram algorithm and reach that wider audience of people through the explore page, ranking on hashtags, the suggested for you tab, you name it. But we need that engagement. So we want our fans that we do actually get to be interested in our content for as long as we are posting content. So without any further ado, let's dive into the first tip. That being catering to the needs of your audience. Your content needs to be audience focused because at the end of the day, these are the people that are following you. They are following you for your content. So you need to be catering to their problems and what they need to know. If you are able to create this sort of content, you are going to be consistently helping these individuals with every single piece of content you post. And when you are consistently helping people, you are consistently solving problems. So if you're actually able to continue to solve problems on a daily basis, obviously people are going to stay interested in your content because a problem solved is a problem they don't have to overcome themselves or encounter in the future. So if you are catering to your audience's needs, you are doing just that. So not only does this help your audience solve their own problems, your content is often actually much more relatable. Something I like to talk about a lot is my own processes and mistakes that I have made in my journey so far. People love an inside look on how you have got from point A to point B, because at the moment they are currently at point A and the reason they follow you is because they want to be at where you are. Point B. So if you're talking them through processes and failures that you've had to go through along the journey, that is how they get from their point A to your point B. So if you talk about your problems, your processes, people love that. People get an inside look into what you're doing. And also, if you're talking about your problems and mistakes that you've made, you are pointing these out so that individuals don't have to make these mistakes themselves as they go throughout their journey. So talk about these, create content catering to the needs of your audience. And you now might be thinking, right, how on earth do I do this? And it's as simple as asking them. Use your stories, put out a story saying, what do you guys struggle with? Is there anything to do with social media marketing that you don't know about? Do you prefer the content I make about this or that? You name it. That really helps you niche down to find out what type of content your audience actually needs. Another place that I love for content ideas is Quora. You can go on to Quora, which is essentially a question and answers website, search your niche, and then up will pop all of the questions people are asking about your niche. And there you have it. They are instant content ideas. And they're obviously also catering to your audience because people within that niche are asking questions on the niche you create for. So if you see that people are consistently asking similar questions on a specific topic within your niche, create a post about that. Because if one or two people are having that problem there, it's likely that many other people are also having it. 
So make sure you cater to that problem and make people realize that your content is highly relatable and something they can refer to continuously to learn from. So tip number one, cater to the needs of your audience with the content that you actually produce. So moving on to tip number two, and it's to diversify the type of content that you actually produce. Now, especially in my niche, you go on a lot of pages and carousels are the craze. Every single post they create is a carousel. And although carousels do tend to perform very, very well, they can get boring if you are posting a carousel every single day. People like a little bit of change, a little bit of variety. So show up on video. Just make a single page post every now and again. Create an Instagram reel, create an IGTV. Really start to diversify the type of content you produce because carousels can get a little bit boring. Sometimes they do take too long to consume. Sometimes someone just wants to watch a 15 second reel or only consume a single page piece of content. So make sure you are diversifying. It makes your content a little bit more interesting. People don't just see you as someone that posts carousels. They might begin to see you as the guy that makes great video content or the guy to follow for Instagram Reels. You never know. If you haven't actually tried creating other pieces of content, you don't know how good you actually are at creating them. You may be much better than you think. If you haven't created video content before, it may seem quite daunting. When I first put myself in front of a camera, I was pretty scared, to be honest, about how it was gonna turn out. But you've just gotta remember in your mind when you're recording a piece of video content, what you record, you don't have to post. You can take it into edit, you can cut out all your mistakes so that when you do post it, it looks good. It doesn't sound like you're um in and are in or you're stumbling on your words and, and you can avoid the fact it may have taken you 45 minutes to create a five minute video. So don't worry about creating video content because remember what you record isn't what you post, you do edit it. And with that being said though, your first piece of video content probably is gonna be awful. Mine was, my first podcast was horrendous. I look back at it and it's, I cringe, I cringe listening to it. But I started, it was a start for me. And it put me one step ahead of the person that hadn't created a podcast. And my first video put me one step ahead of the person that hadn't created video content. So you've just gotta take that leap and learn along the process. So just try and diversify your content every now and again. It keeps you interesting. It keeps your feed fresh and gives people that diversity. You don't wanna just post one piece of content every single day and it just be the same thing. Spice it up a little. Make people excited to view your content. Make them think, oh, what are we gonna get today? What's Ethan gonna post? Is it gonna be a video? Is it gonna be a single image post? Is it gonna be a carousel? I don't know. But that gets them excited because they want to see your content because you produce such a variety that it's interesting. So tip number two, diversify your content type. Now, moving on to tip number three, and this is carousel specific. And I have created a lot of carousels myself, so this is something that I've learned along the way. You need to really, really think about the way you are structuring your slides. You get 10 slides with the carousel. The first is obviously going to be your headline slide. This is going to be what captures people's attention and makes them want to read on. Your final slide is going to be your call to action. But you then have eight slides in between to spread your message. But you need to think about the way you were structuring these eight slides. 
don't give away everything in the first slide because then people won't want to read the rest. You want to drip feed that value. You want to grab that attention on the headline and slowly build that anticipation up so that you can then provide the value in slides eight and nine. So in slides two, three, four, and five, you may just be getting people to relate to your content. You may be going, have you experienced this? When you do this, does this happen? Are you struggling to whatever? People then relate to that content and they can think, right, if I scroll on, I'm gonna be able to see the solution to what they're talking about. And if you have been able to relate to something that they're already struggling with in those first few slides, then they're obviously going to want to see the solution that you have put in slides eight and nine. So at the beginning of the carousel, you want to grab that attention. You want to make people curious about what to expect at the end. And then you can slowly start to drip feed that value. And then in slides eight and nine, that is where you provide the value. So that is tip number three. Really consider the way you are structuring your carousels. Don't just give everything away at the beginning drip feed that value, make people want to swipe across to that next slide so that they consume all of your content. So moving on to tip number four, and this is posting consistently. It's such an obvious one, but a lot of people fail at this point. They may get bored, they may get unorganized, and that is when the people that do create consistently begin to step up their game and overtake the competition. One thing you can do as a creator is outwork everyone else. If you can post every single day for two or three years, you will beat 99% of the competition because 99% of other people, probably even more, aren't going to do that. But if you can make it your mission to post every day consistently for pretty much as long as you possibly can, you will win because no one else is going to do that. People get discouraged after a couple of weeks, a couple of months, it may become too much work, but if you can just keep it up in the long run, you are going to succeed. You may not see any progress for the first three, four, five months. So be prepared for that. But one day it will happen. You could give up after four months and it could have been your next post that went viral. But because you didn't continue, you didn't get to experience that. So you need to just stay consistent no matter the results you are receiving. You are going to see peaks and troughs in your engagement. One week you may be getting tons of likes and comments and shares and saves. The next week completely plummets. That happens with everyone. So you've got to ride the peaks and push through the troughs. Don't let the low engagement times discourage you. It happens with everyone. I've been through it. The biggest creators have been through it. You've got to push through no matter the amount of engagement you are receiving. But the fact that you are posting every single day gets people into that habit of wanting to see your content every single day. If you post for three months straight every single day and then just stop, people are going to be like, where the hell is their content? But then if you don't post for two weeks, they're going to quickly forget about you. You've got to remember that it can take months and months and months to build a brand in a matter of seconds to destroy it. So make sure that you are consistently posting every single day without fail or just have a consistent posting schedule. It may be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, something like that. But if you are going to have a posting schedule, stick to it. Do not veer away from your posting schedule. Stick to it, make it a habit and make sure that you are doing it for as long as you possibly can because that in the long run 
is going to be what makes you win. So moving on to tip number five, and this is to utilize your Instagram stories. People love Instagram stories, and, and they're one of my go-to pieces of content. I actually enjoy creating stories more than I like creating the content for my feed. But you may be thinking, how do stories actually keep people interested? And it's because people love to be nosy. They love an inside look to what your life is actually like. And stories are a place for you to actually do that. Stories you can provide behind the scenes of your content creation, behind the scenes of your business, or just an inside look into your personality and day-to-day experiences. But what does that do? That builds trust with your audience. And when you have trust with an audience, that is when you actually begin to gain that interest. People love to see what you do. A perfect example of what you can do is, let's say you are posting something tomorrow. If you take people through your content creation strategy for it today, they will be super excited to see the end product you are posting the following day. So you have built that interest the day before so that when you do post that content the day after, you are gonna get a ton of engagement because those people have already seen the creation process and now they're seeing the final outcome. That's just one thing. But going back to the point of the trust, that inside look, you want these people to feel as if they're your friend. Friends are fans and fans are the people that engage. And engagement is what helps you with the algorithm. The algorithm will then push your content to the explore page, it will rank you on hashtags, you'll rank on the suggested for you tab. What does that mean? More page visits. What does more page visits mean? An increased audience size. So Instagram stories are super, super powerful. More things you could do with them is just make them interactive. Don't just show your life. Have something where your fans can have an input. So run Q and A's, have polls, have contests. This this involvement from your audience is going to make them feel like they're a piece of your journey. And when they're a piece of your journey, they're really, really invested. This is why a lot of companies ask for continuous feedback from their customers. Because if a customer feels like they've had a significant contribution to the progress of a company or a product, they are going to then become a lifetime customer because they're gonna feel as if, I've had input to this. I want this because I've had a say in the outcome. So by making your content more interactive, you build that interest. You you make it seem as if someone is a part of your journey. So you can just see from the points I've mentioned here how important Instagram stories are. So please, please use them. And the final point I want to make is interacting with your audience in the DMs. This is similar to that of which I've just mentioned about stories, but it's a different part of Instagram. Your DMs is where you build a relationship with your audience. You don't just want to correspond with people in the comment section. That doesn't build that trust. It doesn't really turn that follower into a fan. You want to turn your followers into fans. They are the people that engage. They are the people that will stay with you for a lifetime. So you need to be reaching out to your followers in the DMs. If someone follows you, Hi there, I really appreciate you following my account. How are you? What are you doing? What do you do? Ask them questions. Just get to know them a little. This is going to build that trust instantly. Now, obviously, if you get to the point where you're getting 200, 300 followers a day, this isn't going to be sustainable. But when you are first building your page, this is something that you can do without a doubt. All it takes is 25 seconds to type out a message introducing yourself and asking some questions to find more about the other person. But what that's going to do for you is it's going to turn that person into a friend. You may only have to correspond with them once, 
But that one conversation can make that difference. It can make them then want to engage with your content consistently and keep them interested in your journey. So it may only be a very, very simple concept, but actually just building a relationship with someone in the DMs is incredibly, incredibly important. So please make sure you do that. Don't just attempt to build a relationship in the comment section. Make sure you're going out of your way to actually get to know your audience in a little bit more detail and just ask them about who they are and what they do. It goes a long way. Imagine if your favorite creator sent you a DM asking you about who you are and what you do you'd feel on top of the world. It's obvious, you'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe this person is taking time out of their day to talk to me. But in turn, you then feel as if you owe that individual because in your eyes, they didn't really have time to begin with to talk to you, but they still went out of their way to talk to you. So you feel now obliged to continue to follow their journey and engage with them. So you can see how it works. DMs are super important, use them, build that relationship with your audience. And that rounds up my tips and tricks to keeping your audience interested on social media. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram at the marketing Ethan. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you. But if you did enjoy today's episode, hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode when i post every monday wednesday and friday now just one more ask from me guys if you are listening on apple podcasts i'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review if you do that make sure you send me a screenshot on instagram of that review i will give you a shout out on my instagram story and i'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast but i just want to finish off the episode by saying thank you all for tuning in to social media marketing school